yes, welcome back to the Pup Sports Podcast. I am your host, Nate Alford, coming to you to talk a little girls' soccer. Now, they're the only fall sports team still alive in the state playoff. And uh, in the semis coming up on Friday, and if they win that game, we are state-bound. We will be in that state championship game. And after talking with Coach Billy Barmas, I think we have one heck of a shot at reaching that state uh, that state game and ultimately winning that state championship and bringing home that trophy. Now, we had the opportunity to call up Billy and uh, pick his brain about the season that was and uh, about these next two games and what they could entail now, really, really nice to catch up with Coach Barmas, and we appreciate his time as always. Now, if you're looking to catch the game because you're not able to make it over to Puyallup, keep in mind that the NFHS app uh, or the streaming service that's brought to you by Prep, that you've been able to watch some Prep games this year via that, uh, they have the same service over at Spark Stadium where Puyallup plays. Now, you'll be able to watch that game on Friday at 8 p.m., and uh, cheer on those bullpups from afar. Now, without further ado, let's get to Coach Barmas. Joining me now on loan uh, from the girls' varsity soccer team, Coach Billy Barmas. Coach, how does it feel to be the only fall sport still alive in the state playoffs? Yeah, we are. Uh, we're, we're, we're glad we're still playing, and uh, feels good to to be going going back to the final four, and just really excited for the few days to come. Absolutely. Now, uh, what I want to do, and since we haven't had the opportunity to speak with you since the beginning of the season, is uh, just be able to kind of go over the whole season, you know, in its entirety a little bit and touch on all the aspects and your journey thus far. The first thing I kind of want to ask you about is, you know, the early losses to both Kamiakin and East uh, Eastside Catholic. Um, how did those help your team get to where they are today? And how did they help kind of uh, you know, get your 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 team rolling into the GSL uh, regular season. Yeah, those were uh, you know the, the pre league season. We we I I always try to schedule as tough of a non conference season as possible, so that way we get exposed, we uh, we learn where we're weak, where we're strong, and really get things dialed. And I think actually the last time we spoke was after that Eastside Catholic loss which was September 14th, the last time we lost a game, and now we've rattled off 17 wins in a row, which is, is quite a feat. Um, and so those are definitely moments where we, we were a totally different team then than we are now, and uh, you know, just the opportunity to, to learn a ton in those first uh, six or seven games leading into the GSL and um, then being able you know, to be playing our best soccer in October and then now in November was uh, – you know, they were, they were good learning moments. They're, they're long in the past. We have, we have a lot of moments now where we, we talk only about our, you know, how we've gotten where we are currently and all the work and success that's gone into that and um, just how excited we are to, to play Puyallup on Friday night on their home turf. Yeah, so you mentioned it, 17-0 and since that Eastside Catholic loss. That includes an undefeated GSL season. Has that ever happened in uh, prep history for girls soccer? Do you know? Yeah, it definitely has. Uh, we did it in uh, my second year in the program in 2015. It was kind of a similar journey, a very, uh, very different team, but similar journey where same thing. We started in 2015. We started. Uh, I looked last night. We were, we were one and three, and then we won 16 games in a row 
to make it to the final four. Um, same, so same thing, a nine and O GSL season, one, one shootout win, um, and all other regulation wins and then a, a sweep through the regionals and a sweep through the first two rounds of state. So it's definitely happened. And I think in the years before, um, for sure, they've, they've, uh, swept the GSL and maybe in, in some of the early two thousands, um, when they went to state, I think three years in a row there. So not, not, uh, not every season for sure, but, um, you know, has happened in my in my tenure there. So you just mentioned it that very similar as far as record goes uh, between uh, this team and you said that uh, 2015 team, or what, what yep. was it? Yeah, okay. So what what is the difference though you see in this year's team and this year's girls? Oh, uh, the difference is this team is just the it's the most well rounded team that I've ever coached at at any level. Uh, we have. You know, at every single position, we are strong, uh, stronger than most every team at every position that they have. And that uh, in the high school game is, you know, imagine that in, in like in football, if you can dominate every single position or in basketball, I mean, you're just going to you're going to, you know, convincingly win games, which we've we've done a lot of I mean, at least 10 of our victories in the last couple months have been by a two goal margin or more, which in soccer is a big the big win um and so just having that in, in 2015 we were really relying on two or three players to come up with all of our goals all of our special moments where this year we've got three players with 10 or more goals which has definitely never happened in in my history and probably in program history and then you know four or five others who have between four and six goals so we get production from all kinds of players we are uh, just so- a lot more solid defensively um but yeah, right now on paper, we've scored, I think, close to uh, 25 more goals in the same number of games as we did that year. So our offensive production is just is just astronomical compared to that year where we, we, I think, went to four or five shootouts on our way to the final four that year. And this year we're, you know, we're winning games 3-1, 5-1 in the, in the playoffs right now. Yeah. Now, uh, those decisive wins that you have had this year, uh, have been great to see and great offense production, like you had said. But I know that two of the teams in the GSL that have typically been solid programs and good teams, both CV and Mead, um, and those have been your closest games this year. Who's the tougher opponent? Uh, who's the tougher opponent between the two, CV or Mead? Uh, for sure, that Elite Eight game against Mead was our hardest fought victory. You know, it was the third time we had played them, and I think they got better every single game. Uh, their coach, Kevin Houston, does a very good job. They, they have a, a fairly well-rounded team, a couple of really strong players. And it's just it's, it's hard in, in athletics to play the same team multiple times within a matter of a couple weeks and win every single time. And uh, so that game, you know, it went 88 minutes into the second overtime. And you know, we, we were out shooting them two to one and just – just took us that long to finally to finally break them down to the and that's really to their credit i mean we've we've gone back and watched that film since that game and it was it was the best they could have possibly done in that game um and the the good thing for us is we still were out shooting them two to one so we we believe that a team who knows us that intimately if they can play that good and we can still create that many opportunities that going and uh, playing someone who you know maybe has seen us on film but has never been on a field with us or, or on a field with us multiple times in a matter of weeks, I think it, that's, that gives us a, a big advantage because we are extremely dangerous 
against uh, against teams who don't know us, um, and and still even dangerous against those who know exactly what to try to shut down and and uh, have a hard time doing that. Yeah. Now uh, with that third matchup, because like you had said, you know you had to play Mead three times. Did your game plan evolve from game one to game two to game three? Because obviously it probably did with Mead with every successive time they played you guys and they got closer each time. Um, what did your game plan at all evolve or did it kind of stay pretty firm and, uh, you know, uh, consistent? The, uh, the game plan from the GSL game to the district championship game changed a little bit. And for us, uh, you know, a little change is, we're looking to connect a certain type of pass from the midfield to the front line. Um, and, and it really worked where we went from that uh, nail biter in the GSL season where we had a lightning break in the middle of it for almost 45 minutes. And we felt we had the momentum kind of going in and we sort of lost the momentum and then they scored and we went, you know, all the way to a shootout contrast that with the district championship game where we, uh, went down. We we gave up a goal four minutes into the game, but just created chance after chance the rest of that half. And then we ended up scoring, I think, 70 seconds into the second half. And then 10 minutes later, and then 10 minutes later, and we really felt like that was honestly with the adjustments we had made, that was a, a better game for us. Um, and maybe that wasn't Mead's best game of the three. And then the the big question going into the Elite Eight was really for us was what's Mead going to do differently? And you know, they had come off a really hard fought uh, win at Eastmont winning two to one, scoring both of their goals in the last three minutes of the game. And so there was a lot of questions of what are they going to have left energy wise and uh, how are they going to use their, their really, their two kind of known most dangerous offensive players. And so we just kind of adjusted from that and had, had an idea of, Hey, if we do the same thing we did the last time we played them, it'll, it'll, it'll be successful. And for the most part, it was, the game was definitely not our best game, but it was, for sure Meade's best game of the three that they played against us. And honestly, that was the best case scenario for us leading into the final four was to be challenged to the bitter end and have to fight for 88 minutes for one single goal. And uh, to, to know that we have enough to go to the final four and, and beat anybody who's left. Yeah. Now uh, you've benefited from playing pretty close to home uh, for the majority of your, you know, really quality opponents this year. Now, going on the road this week and playing against uh, Puyallup um, over there on the west side, what challenges does that present for your team? Well, we are uh, really – I am I am trying to, to turn this into – you know, we talked about today after training. Uh, you know, we simulated to the scout team where we simulated what they – we expect they're going to do from what we've seen. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, it, it's literally – Spark Stadium is their home stadium. I mean, it's three blocks from Puyallup High School. It's where they play their home games. So our mindset is going over there and and doing something that's so good for us that it gives us an advantage to show up and and play on their home field. You know, that's from the comforts of travel to just what we're going to do the night before, the day of the game, um, trying to give them really a kind of a college uh, soccer program weekend experience. Um, you know, instead of where Puyallup's going to be sitting in class all day on Friday and they're going to go and maybe have a team dinner and then show up and, you know, maybe it's not going to be as special as for us, you know, going there where this is a big event and we are, you know, we're going to, we're going to be ready and, and have a day and a half together as just us as a team 
kind of away from the distractions of school and all that to really get focused in on it. So that's we're really trying to bring those advantages. Obviously, you know, we're playing at someone else's field, so our, I'm sure our fan base will be outnumbered. Um, I was I've seen them play live, and I expect they'll have you know they'll have that going for them. It'll be referee crews that we're not used to that maybe they've seen some of, and so there'll be some things there. But we really uh, talk a lot about controlling the things you can control and not worrying about the rest and just focusing on what we do great. And we think that's going to be uh, the product that, that comes on the field on Friday night. Yeah. Now I know that the, uh, the W and L's go uh, behind your name and you kind of uh, represent that as a head coach, but as far as your assistant coaches go, what, what do those guys provide on a weekly basis during practice and then during games for you? How do they ha- kind of help you out? Oh man, we are, uh, you know, we're a coaching unit. So I, uh, my, my assistant who's been with me for the last six years and was with the program for a couple of years before that, Stuart Sondland. I mean, he just sees my right hand man. We're, uh, we're similar in a lot of ways and we're different in, in a few ways. And I think we just, we're like the, we're the perfect balance of what the team needs and what we each need, uh, each other as men and as coaches. And so, you know, we talk about, every single decision that's made. Um, and that's not because I, I lack the ability to make a decision myself. I just, you know, sometimes it's just saying it out loud and hearing him say, yep, that's exactly right. Or, you know, him bringing an idea and me um, agreeing with that or challenging that. And just kind of, a, a, we've just kind of grown to that, that depth of relationship where we're, we're a sounding board. And now to have, to have Johnny um, who coaches the JV. So we don't see him a whole lot during the, the the regular season, but now to have him, you know, a boys head coach who, who took the boys to the state tournament for the first time in 25 years or so in his first year, you know, it's just, it's just great. It's like having three head coaches working together and, and all uh, putting the pieces together with all of our many years of experience of, you know, both coaching in the game and then just preparation for travel and fundraising and meal planning, just all the things that go into, having a team ready to play their best soccer and, you know, 21, 22 games into the season is, is definitely a, it's a team effort and I've got a, the best team around me. Yeah. Now uh, I know, you know, being a product of a, a coach's son, you know, I've kind of been around, you know, a, a coaching family and, and, and football and basketball. And I know a lot of strategies for assistant coaches is to kind of have, you know, cer- certain assist- assistants watch, a particular thing on game day do you kind of take that strategy with your assistant coaches do you have them watch kind of certain players or certain sectors of the field and you know and kind of be able to kind of debrief even mid-game or at halftime yeah definitely johnny's uh johnny's usually when he's when he's by my side on the field uh, i'm usually having him grab the basically the opponent scout you know how are they lined up where where are their players because i'm usually in the beginning of the game kind of focused on what we're doing with the ball and then same thing kind of Stewart's just sort of watching the flow of the game so that way when I when I come with kind of my first observation about a potential sub or a mismatch he's you know usually has that picked out and um, you know just kind of watching the game we usually we usually start apart Uh, he likes to stand by the half line I like to start I like to stand away from the bench on the other side and then we, you know, we'll meet together in front of the bench or I'll walk to the half line and, and Johnny's, Johnny's there as well. It's just, a, it's a really cool uh, dynamic and, and uh, just getting all the information. And some of that, again, as the head coach, some of that I take and I say, you know, thanks. And I use it and some of it I don't. And um, I just think that we just have a really good mix of 
opinions and and respect for each other to be able to say what we see and make calls and uh, trust each other and the and same thing with the players you know they know that whoever they're hearing from that 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 word is good and that word is uh well thought out and um yeah just a it's a great it's a great coaching staff it's just uh great for the team and great for me as the head coach yeah where have uh where have you seen your team get better from the regular season gsl regular season to regionals to now in the state tournament you know is there a particular area you've seen your girls grow the most for sure from early season kind of into the gsl our our team defense was something that uh that improves steadily and has gotten to a spot where it's just, it's very predictably successful. And, uh, you know, we had that, those were the two players that the two positions that we replaced from last year, you know, getting back nine of our 11 starters from the team that made the elite eight last year, both of whom being center backs. And, and we, we started the season with two players who were on the team last year. We're kind of coming off the bench and put that challenge in them of, Hey, you want playing time next year? come in and be ready to play at center back. And uh, from the get go, they were better than expected. And within a short amount of time, they got uh, as good as I could have ever expected them in their first year playing center back. And so that was a big kind of early season consistency that we gained, you know, basically since our last loss. Um, and, and even in those games, we defended well and we created chances, but we just kind of weren't in our rhythm uh, kind of in the, the, I guess the last third of the season since, near the end of the GSL and into playoffs, we've been really getting better about just attacking movement and maintaining the ball and just kind of doing things and having a few tactical options in our hand that we can pull out in the right moment. Um, and that's really kind of helped us get those multiple goal leads, which is extremely comfortable for us. If we get a two goal lead, we we're not going to lose a game. Uh, and so the, the ability to do that repeatedly has, has been a growth from the early season. Yeah, now the uh, the players, you know, the girls that you do coach and been around all year, do you feel as if they're uh, they're feeling as they they've met expectations or um, that they've kind of uh, exceeded expectations, being this far, kind of being at the, the semifinal mark for the season? I think this is right where we expected to be. Uh, last year, <clears throat> we felt like, although we have we have a big junior class this year so last year it was a big sophomore class and then our three seniors you know being juniors last year we were we were we were still heavy on uh, underclassmen last year and we really felt like we were starting to see that this program was rising above the level of most programs consistently and you know it was kind of like last year you know Mead is always a it's always been a, a challenging matchup CV last year was still, you know, we, we, we surpassed them in that district final three zero after losing to them, I think two to one in the regular season and lost again in the elite eight in a game that was played on four inches of snow. And we really felt like, you know, that was kind of a, it was a coin toss between us and, and CV last year um, that we were, you know, equally uh, good as a team to represent Eastern Washington in the final four. So coming back, you know, with nine stars, I mean, other than the question of center back, we thought we're obviously going to be good again. And uh, now to see us where CV lost a big wave of seniors and we feel like when we played them, it's there's the aura is different, at least for this year, if not 
for future years of when we played them, it just, it felt different. It's not, you know, we're the underdogs and, oh, it'd be great to beat CV. It was, we're, we're a better program than CV and we're a better program than everyone else that we're playing. And now we've earned our way there. You know, there's no, there's no sort of false confidence there. We've earned our way there with years of hard work and preparation and, and commitment. And so I think we're right where we, where we need to be. I mean, my expectation is that we win the state championship this weekend. I don't, that's not, that's not far reaching by any stretch of the imagination. I've seen all of the opponents that will be at the final four live in the last few days. And we're the best team. We are the best team. Now we got to go play for 160 minutes to prove it, but we, uh, we've earned our way to, to where we are. Yeah. What is that scouting report on Puyallup? What, uh, what do they do? Well, what will be the keys for your guys success this weekend? Yeah, they'll be, they'll be similar to some teams that we've played. Uh, they're, Size-wise, they're a lot bigger than we are, taller. Uh, so we expect a physical game, so we're working on that this week. Um, but they're very well organized defensively, and they like to shoot from distance. That's uh, some big things, and they've got some, they got some individual pieces, um, some long throw-ins that's, you know, very dangerous. Um, but we uh, – so we kind of prepped for that today, and we really feel like – one, them not knowing us intimately like like a mead, having to play three times in, in a few weeks. That and, and we just get the sense in some other film that we've watched of, of those leagues that they just haven't been up against the team as, as deep and as technical and as well-prepared as, as we're going to be. And so we're going in there ready to just kind of put them into shock mode on their home field within a matter of minutes. Yeah. Last thing I have for you, coach, is just looking at it from the scope of things. And I know that you've been working hard over the number of years you've been at prep. Um, but what, what would a state title mean for you? What would it mean for your players? What would it mean for your program as a whole? Um, and, you know, I think you're at your seven-year mark, eight-year mark? Sixth year this year, oh, yeah. Okay, okay. That would be significant. Uh, you know, I, I, I honestly, I don't know. I don't know what it would mean, all those things. Um, you know, it's, uh, it would certainly be validating of the work that this team has put in the last two to three years that most of them have been on, on the roster, um, you know, somewhat validating for, for the work that I've done with the program. I, you know, I don't know what the, the greater scope would be. Um, you know, we just, we show up and we work hard every day cause that's what God's given us the opportunity to do. And, so uh, we want to keep that perspective. It would it would be special. I know it'd be special, uh, particularly the first time in program history. I mean, making the state championship game would be would be a first for for girls soccer at prep. And so we're just we're just trying to enjoy it. And uh, you know, whatever comes of of the victories, we will uh, we'll celebrate those things and we'll we'll appreciate the the opportunity that we were given to uh, to put put our our best on the line and and work for each other. Well, Coach, we're looking forward to it. And those out there are looking to catch the game. If you're not able to make the trip over to Puyallup and catch Nat Spark Stadium, um, they are a school in which uses the NFHS uh, network. And so if you have a subscription, you're able to watch the live stream available on Friday night at 8 p.m. to watch you guys go and take on Puyallup. Coach, I really appreciate you coming on, and I'm really looking forward to that game on Friday night. Yeah, me too. I appreciate it, Nate, and we look forward to uh, maybe chatting again after the uh, the state title. Yes, absolutely. Go Pups. All right, thank you.